0: Hello friends and welcome once again to The Drummer and the Great Mountain. This is the podcast and audio guide to The Guidebook to Transforming Adult, ADD, ADHD by Michael Joseph Ferguson. Once again, I'm your host, Batman Saram, here with you to loosely walk you through, along with the author of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, Michael, who joins me every week. Onwards and upwards we go. We've covered everything in the book itself up to this point and today we're going to kind of keep it loose today michael felt that it would be good and, and i love the concept of this which is for you to get to know some of his inspirations of where this book came from so think of this as an audio bibliography if you will the many streams that fed into the book that you're reading and the pod and the topics that inspire this podcast that you're listening to uh I'd like to start out it's been a uh, just about um couple weeks probably since our last uh episode went up and i just want to personally thank everybody out in the community um for all your support of the podcast which is my role in this in this world of drummer in the great mountain and it has been an absolute pleasure and it has been inspiring and especially to see this surface this surface this service it's still early coffee hasn't kicked in um this, ser- this service that, that Michael and I provide through the podcast. And it didn't, we, we had no plans. We had no, um, we had some plans. We didn't have strict, uh, uh, bulleted points of what this podcast was going to be. That's actually one of the promises we made to each other. It is through hearing back from you, it is through that cultivation of this community, this hunter community, that we've built it up to what it is today. Um, this podcast started out kind of as we're just going to do it. We're going to cover the chapters. Um, And it's turned out that our role organically has developed into it as a different lens to see this topic of adult ADD, ADHD, hunter type, whatever it is you see it as, yourself as, or someone you care about, which is why you've tuned in here. It's a different lens, and that has been the ultimate unplanned organic role that we have played. And it's been a pleasure because that in the end is what we've done here. And we plan now on continuing to give you that different lens. So those are my thank yous, obviously to Michael for giving me this, uh, role to play and be, just be part of this and look forward to seeing you all. And Michael's going to have his own thank yous here in a minute, um, before we get to the bibliography topic, if you will. Um, but a couple announcements as always, um, want to let you know we know the last probably podcast you listened to we had mentioned a, uh, a webinar coming up and if you were on the email list for that webinar you know we had to postpone it temporarily um, but it's for a good reason uh, we had technical issues with how it was all being put together we ran some tests actually Michael and I both being technical folks in our other life and um, we it didn't pass our technical muster it didn't pass our tests so we our goal if we're gonna do a webinar with you is to create the best experience. We can. So stay tuned. It is coming up. We are back on the path. And so just stay tuned to the website, this podcast, for uh, any and all announcements regarding the webinar. I know I personally am excited to see you all for that, uh, hear you all for the webinar. Uh, michael's got a talk coming up at the dove library in carlsbad that's this tuesday november 3rd depending on when you're listening to this podcast but either way know that uh, michael is out there as we said events are coming up and this is going to be the first of many um at the dove library in carlsbad at 12 30 p.m on november 3rd see the website for details um other than that since we're keeping it loose let's let's bring in the man himself good morning my friend how are you
1: <laughs> thanks. I like how I feel so important whenever I'm on this podcast.
0: Uh it was, so my, it was part of my uh, co- it was part re- of my it was part of my contract whenever I introduce you to make you feel important. That's right. I feel very important. I remember you negotiated um, heavy for that. You.
1: Yeah. That's that's right. It's I've <laughs> gotta be I've gotta be the star. That's right. Oh, that's hilarious. Um so, yeah, first, I want to thank you once again. Uh, and I know a lot of people have, have chimed in and sent uh, feedback, and they they really appreciate your voice uh, on the podcast. And I know you've had some big wins this last couple of weeks. Um, we do coaching together, and it's just overall, just it's an honor to be working with you, and it's also just phenomenal to see. Uh, the wins that you've had this last year it's just it really keeps me sparked and um and moving on this work
0: yeah well i think i think uh i think this this podcast since we're on it and we're talking on it i think it's it's part of the inspiration i think it's part of the overall good year um for all of us uh in the community who've discovered drummer in the great mountain to be to be honest with you there's no bias there um I think it's a benefit for all of us and, and this podcast is definitely it's it's definitely part of that. It's uh it's it's given me a purpose, but it's also been really inspirational to see that what we're doing is is having effect. It really, truly is. And that's not an egoic stroke in yeah. any means. It is a compliment yeah. to those out there who are taking initiative uh and into into self their self realization path when it comes to being a hunter type. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it, it, this is it's really you know when I started on this jeez I don't know 5 years ago now I, I it, it's kind of been floating around in my brain for a while that there was this missing piece um as far as uh, a perspective on adult ADD and I was wasn't sure if I was going to write it or and I knew it was going to take a lot of work and and then at some point, I just saw that, that like it wasn't going to happen in, in, at least in, from the perspective that I think I was I had developed over time and, and had no idea. Whether or not anyone would be interested at all, and so actually reading the uh, the notes and the replies and, and seeing you and a lot of the coaching clients that I've worked with over the past few years it's just amazing to see how the information itself is very liberating and it's based on i think what is actual truth I think we are we have a specific wiring and when and it is there's no disorder it's a neurological type, and when we embrace that and we find ways to uh, shift our lives around a little bit, inc- including letting go of judgments and, and things that have maybe held us back, um, just so many things open up. And so it's it's wonderful. Like, it's the best work. I'm so grateful for And I'm grateful, again, to everyone listening. Uh, I want to do a couple shout outs. Yep. One, uh, I want to say a shout out to uh, Cuesta, who's my fiance. And so she is on the support team, one of the many people on the support team. But she's primary. She handles all the orders. She handles – she has helped tremendously in the writing and the creation of all the material that goes out. So I want a big shout out to her. She's phenomenal. Uh, and all of the support team there's so many people that have contributed to the book and continue to contribute to the to promotion and just people sharing on facebook and and getting the word out so um, grateful for everyone I want to sh- do some specific shout outs to people that we ha- have been uh, we've been exchanging back and forth with. Um John in Hong Kong, I know you're listening. Thank you so much for being patient with your books. I know it took a lot longer to get there. Thank you for the suggestions you've been sending out. Much appreciated. Uh thank you to David and the Canadians, all the Canadians out there. <laughs> Appreciate you guys for for even letting us know that there's a Canadian audience for the book and the podcast. And uh, let's see, I spoke to Tom recently on Twitter, who uh, was connected to the Hunter School, Tom Hartman's Hunter School. Uh, thank you for tuning in. And uh, I think for the, as far as shout outs, that's, uh, that was it. And then I also want to, given the last week's podcast, we or last, you know, I guess probably week, two weeks ago, um, on addiction, um, definitely check out... Mark uh, Marin's WTF podcast. There was an interview with James Taylor. I think it was last week, yep. musician James yep. Taylor. Absolutely. And he really goes into the specifics of his life, some of the challenges he's had with heroin, and just why – you know, when he started exercising and all the things that he did, like he found that like he was wired a certain way. And once he started to, to embrace that and, and click in with it, it really changed his. It, it was able to manage that. And I think it, depending on where you are in that journey it's such a good interview because someone came out the other side of recovery, uh, but had a very similar perspective, have kind of stumbled on a lot of the things that we are talking about here. So I highly encourage you to listen to it. It's WTF is such a phenomenal podcast. I was, so listening, check
0: it out. I was listening to that in the background at work when it first aired. I'm subscribed to the podcast. So it popped up like, my God, the idol, James Taylor of, of idols. And it was playing in the background. But I... I remember that's when I popped up like really sat up and started really listening and I heard him using that phrasing, the wiring phrasing, which is something we've re- you you refer to in the book and we refer to here and uh you know, we're a bigger community than you may realize. We talk about us on this podcast and our audience and those by reading the book and following the program here being a community but we're a much bigger community than you may even think and and these 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 ties these threads are you know these threads are all around i want to talk for a second before we get into the bibliography here and bring us into that because i know we want to jump into that about i remember we may have mentioned this very early on but i think here in kind of a recap type of mode i was one of the first times i met you it probably was the second time I had met you. It may have actually been the first, was at an artist get-together. Um, I remember somebody was doing a, a one-woman show on, on, um, on, on, on her topic of what she does, and it's something about empowering, empowering women who are single mothers, I think is what it is, following a spiritual path, and she's a yogi. So she had a little party at her house before the premiere, and uh, you and I met through uh, a very good friend of ours, an amazing artist by the name of Ari Marsh, who's an author, musician, all of it. And I remember, first of all, by the, the very first instant we met, my fiance at the time was there, I just remember we had an instant connection. I definitely remember that. I just remember just the way you talked. I was like, there's something about this guy. And it wasn't three sentences in you mentioned this project you are working on. Which was this book? And here we are. I can't believe it's almost five years later. There's just no way time flies like that. And um, it is it is amazing just to, and, and and why do I mention this? this? Is not not just pats on the back. This is for our audience related to everything we've talked about. That as a hunter type, you're going to have certain goals more than others that are seem like a mountain that you're climbing. Ironically enough, but following what makes you best, what puts you at your best and putting yourself in the best position. The project will get done. It will get done well. Just follow, follow the, and, and you're, this book is the realization of someone who went through the process in order to write the book. And here we are with a book and a podcast and everything. With that in mind, I, I think the opening, the very opening, the introduction will will kind of get us into what we need to today so we can get in on our topics. And that's, what you wrote in the introduction, which says, This book starts with the assumption that you're more interested in living a fulfilling life than you are in just treating symptoms. Yet, another method of, quote, fixing yourself is not what you're after. It also presupposes that there may be effective, natural, non-pharmaceutical means of minimizing your challenges with focus, consistency, motivation, and hyperactivity perfect opening paragraph and intro to your book and it's it's why we are here today and and where we are so get us into the streams because i think it'll be interesting for people um and i know we're keeping it loose but just i think it's interesting for people to know the bibliography they're going to find that um except for maybe one they're not directly related to necessarily add adhd which is what i think makes this book so wide open to to a vast audience
1: (laughs) Yes, as I was going through and and putting together some of the notes for this podcast, I was looking through. And really, Tom Hartman's the only one, at least that we'll mention today, that that had anything to do with uh, writing specifically about ADD. I tried to pull in a lot of other sources because I felt like um, I wanted this book to be like a personal growth book. I wanted it to be something that, you know, you keep it by your side, it's going to last. A number of years and it's not just about you just do this don't do this it, it, it had a little bit more depth to it um, because it's the, how we perceive ourselves and sort of the mythology around how we view the world has such a huge impact on how we we move through it and we're not computers we're not the, like machines we, we actually need um, some spiritual component in that even to my atheist friends out there that could just be your just how you perceive the world. How does the world function and how you fit inside that world? And so we're going to talk a lot about that today. Cause I think that, uh, really is, it cuts to those deeper parts of ourselves. Uh, because there's always, I think so far you can go with, okay, I need to eat this. I shouldn't eat this. Um, you know, I need to exercise or I shouldn't, you know, th- that's all periphery to yeah, actually that deep, thing that drives you to do, to, to motivate yourself, to create things and to engage with certain people and to, to pursue the life you're here to to live. And so I think that's the more important piece. And so, uh, we're, I just want to go through some of the inspiration of, uh, for the book and some of it will be medical, but most of it will be, um, just people that inspired me, uh, along the journey. And I think could be a support to you. Uh so the first one and has to be the first one is Tom Hartman who uh re- who came up with the hunter farmer theory the book uh was attention deficit disorder a different perspective i think that was 92 he's written many great books on adult add highly recommended um he's also known as a, he has a talk show there's a lot of uh, he, he occasionally will cover this topic on the shot talk show can't say enough don't know. I still um, just don't know how he came up with the theory. Like it was such a, a jump in logic from everything that was out there. So it's just amazing to see after now from ninety two. How many years is that? That's over twenty years. Um, it's still around. It's still gaining traction. And I'm hoping this podcast really puts the the hunter farmer theory of adult AD or of ADDD ADHD in the forefront because I think it is such. An accurate model. It really helps people and it's easily adopted. So definitely just Google Tom Hartman, go to Amazon, pick up some of his books. The Edison genes really good. There's a couple new ones that I actually have not read. Um, so definitely check him out. And uh, I might actually go back and grab a couple of those. We might do reviews in the future on a few of them. Uh, so that's Tom Hartman. Um, Dr. Kevin McCauley, uh, another huge. Uh, influence on especially the addiction pieces but the brain chemistry chapter was very influenced by his work and then picking up on his resources and doing research uh, research on his references um you can he uh there's a series we, we're going to add links in the podcast notes so you can actually go and click on a few things here uh there's a series that he did on a video uh, youtube's um uh, Videos on how the explaining addiction, explaining how addiction works, and how certain people are more affected by it. Um, it is outstanding; very much worth watching. They're very uh, easy to watch, and it specifically goes into uh, understanding how dopamine works and why certain chemicals or even experiences uh, Q dopamine release, and why that is it potentially creates a, a higher aptitude towards addiction. And then from that material, I was able to then uh, see the connection between adult adD uh, which has which there's a very high rate of self medication and um, how that relates to dopamine very key piece in my research so uh, check the podcast notes, check out those videos. I'm going to also put one in there where he talks about the connection between stress and how that perpetuates addiction. So those are very important pieces, even if you yourself don't struggle with it. Uh, as a human being, it's good to understand these pieces so you can maybe support someone down the road who may need that kind of uh, information and support. Um, the uh, the next one is the mood cure. We've mentioned this numerous times, Julia Ross. Um, a lot of the dietary... Uh, suggestions and just understanding how amino acids and protein affect brain chemistry. It's all in there. That is an excellent book. Um, pick it up. It should really be in your library. Um, to have it, she has actually quizzes in the book that will give you an idea of what specifically is going on neurologically, biochemically. Uh, depending on if you're, you have like kind of the dark cloud, which is sort of the, the low serotonin, there's questions that you can, you can fill out and it'll tell you that those are some of the areas that you're challenged with and what to do about it. Um, definitely the ADD piece is in there as well. Um, definitely check it out. And she also runs a clinic, I believe in the Marin area. So, um, and primarily she works with people who are do, doing recovery, but I also know she works with people that also do, um, that are doing weight loss and, and want to understand how the food addiction piece is connected. with it. I have to,
0: I have to chime in there. Um, on, sure. on, on that. I mentioned more than a handful of times about giving credit where it's due to the concept of food addiction. Um, and the, and the things you brought in into the book and into this program with, uh, with, uh, yeah, inspired by Julia Ross and The Mood Cure um, really spoke to me. Um, never been hooked on a drug. Never been hooked on alcohol. Don't really enjoy alcohol much as, as a vice. But since childhood, for many different uh, Freudian psychological reasons, food was, food was the comfort. Food was there when I was sad. Food was there when I was happy. And as a hunter type... Um, if you just so happen to be tuning in just now or recently and didn't catch episodes where I mentioned this, I cannot emphasize now whether you're food addicted or not that what turned it all around for me no doubt was addressing <clears throat> the two major pieces which were diet and exercise. And I think if I had to put them in priority, it was the food first because once you start changing the fuel you're feeding your engine you're going to have the energy to get into a routine for an exercise program and it's really interesting yeah. you mentioned yeah. the, the concept of this dark cloud because what happened yeah. for me uh as an inspiration for, for people out there who are going through this process now. And by the way, whenever I mention something I've done or am doing, it's never complete. I am, it is never, it's yeah. an ongoing process cause yeah. I, and that's exactly what I want to talk about. You know, if you have a partner who's tuned into you as you're going through this process, through this transformation process, there are days that on a dime I can walk in the door and my wonderful, supportive, amazing wife, um, who I wonder sometimes, uh, how I got so lucky and I don't say that just to pander. It's truly true. She literally says, ah, I see a little, I mean, she said this before you mentioned this before this book came into my life, there's a little cloud over your head. What's going on? And I tell you now that I've gotten on the path towards good diet, especially for a hunter type nine out of 10 times, she is right that she sees the cloud. It's a aura thing. And I can tell you, I didn't eat well that day for whatever reason. So that's why I'm saying it's it's not a complete yeah. thing. Um, but what happens is once it, – it, and, and, and it's relation to mood and the mood cure by Julia Ross is it's amazing once you do get on the path that it only takes being off a little. And we're all allowed to be off a little. We're all allowed to cheat a little bit. But it's amazing when you do, your body becomes yeah. even more sensitive to that. Whereas, I mean, if you're dumping a whole bunch of toxins, who's going to notice the difference? But she'll wake me up to. Yeah, you know, I was stressed out at work today. There was that buffet that was left over. I had something I shouldn't yeah. have had. Boom! It sets the mood for for when I come home. So, this is this is a true thing as someone who's just witness to it. So the 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 the, the tie to diet and mood is is 100 um, percent a hunter type thing to to overcome and transform. So I, I just wanted to chime in on that. That that was very true for me.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, that's it. And I, it, it's interesting, like having, because I know you, and I've worked with you quite a bit, and then I've worked with uh, other hunter types. And some people really have the dark cloud, like it, it's the deep depression. Uh, and if you have that, again, it's really important to understand a few of these pieces, especially the protein piece of it i've just watched people just transform so quickly once they understand that. oh wow i'm eating mostly carbs and um just you know having fish three times a week and cutting down the carbs it's it's tremendous how quickly people's mood changes and then you add exercise to it and and that dark cloud you know the difference between making that change versus going on antidepressants is um It's a little more liberating, and you're also helping your body. And there's so many other pieces that uh, it's so worth taking the time to do – to support your brain chemistry and your your health in a way that doesn't require you going on something that may have a lot of side effects. Well, it's interesting that it may start – Sorry, go ahead. And one other thing that may have long-term – uh, negative impact on, on your brain chemistry
0: well and that's the whole thing the the, the brain chemistry part and, and and approaching things from a from a non-pharmaceutical standpoint is when you get good at this and being good at this is a subjective term I use it subjectively because we've always said what works for you is going to be what works for you in in transforming yourself yeah. but I'll speak again for me is so now you have that cloud over your head because maybe you didn't eat the right snack or you just – you know you ate something for – well, it takes a while for that food to digest. That sets off certain chemicals which may lead to the dark cloud. Right away, we know then for dinner that night, there's no exceptions. We turn to the poultry or we turn to a low-carb veggie, non-meat. or we, we're, yeah. we're finding as a household, we're finding our rhythm, if you will. And I'm yeah. telling you, then with a good dinner, by bedtime – Ten out of ten times, I say to her, "I'm back." I literally feel like I'm back. Yeah, cloud lifted, and I'm back. So it's it just yeah. just reiterating your point. It
1: happens fast. Yeah, yeah. and then I get, I want, definitely want to do a shout out to all the vegetarians and vegans out there because I was I've been a vegetarian for twenty years. Only the last three years have I been doing fish, and it, I haven't even noticed that big a difference because once I dialed in a high protein complete protein diet um, it really for most people I can't say for everyone because there's certain people that that meat seems to be just from personal experience watching uh, coaching clients some people seem to need meat in order for their brain to function yeah optimally and to, to not go into it. And I feel really bad saying that because I've been in this world for a long time and I want to be proved differently and I'm really open to it. But from my personal experience I've seen there's certain percentage of people seem to need it or they really go down. And it and so uh, but what I will say is that a high percentage of people can go to a vegetarian or even vegan diet and feel great and do really well provided they're they're really monitoring that they're getting enough amino acids so that their body can function well. So I really want to just state that because I think the vegan vegetarian diet overall is so good for the planet. It's so good for um, some of the industries that are, are harming the planet have to do with factory farming and things that get yeah, really are not – they're not good to – our fellow animals on this earth, but they're also not good for just the ecology of the earth. So, um, so that's why in the book, if you, as you, many of you read the book, I really push organic, free range, um, from even just from a health, not, not even from a compassion place, which is very important, but just from a health place. These are. it's a feedback loop. When you, when you take care of the earth, it it has a positive side effect of helping us as well. So going in, so maybe we will switch over, I'm going to go in different order here. I might go to permaculture. Yeah, let's get to that. I was actually,
0: I was actually going to suggest that especially getting to that. I
1: feel like it feel like that's a good segue. So, uh, one of the, 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 uh, books in the, uh, the bibliography I actually met the author the, uh, a couple weeks ago, which is which is a great honor. So there's a book called Gaia's Garden. Um, it is called A Homescale Guide to Permaculture. And the author is Toby Hemingway. And permaculture, as you've maybe heard before – I have a huge respect for and have been studying for the last 12 years. And basically permaculture is the study of how to create sustainable ecosystems. So the example I always give is a forest doesn't need us to truck in fertilizer and do all these things for it to keep going and we don't need to water it. It it functions on its own as a sustainable ecosystem and so the principles involved in how you create a sustainable ecosystem is where that's the study of permaculture and so these same principles can then be superimposed on looking at your own life and how your home because you are part of the ecosystem we are part we have sprung out of the ecosystem of the planet and understanding the how nature functions helps us understand how we function better especially our physical bodies and so um, I would highly recommend Gaia's Garden. I've read it over and over and over again. It is such a good book. Uh, it is primarily a gardening book, but the the concepts, as you read it, you start to make connections within your own life because there, it's such a clear lens of like, here's how nature works, but you can easily then flip it over and go, this is how the systems in my life function and how can I fine tune those? So there's 12 Permaculture design principles that are covered in that book, but there's also a new book that he just came out with called uh, "The Permaculture City," uh, and you can actually go to YouTube and look at. There's a few talks of him discussing it. I've also referenced him in the. Uh, he goes back and talks about the the beginnings of humanity and civilization, and a lot of the pieces that that balanced out the view of hunter farmer theory of just understanding how did we even get how do we go from being hunter gatherers to having civilization and understanding the steps that we took and and maybe the the some of the stakes we made on our evolutionary path and how do we get back to some of those pieces that fed our bodies more um, efficiently. All these pieces, it, it, Toby Hemingway is brilliant. The permaculture movement is amazing. Highly recommend, especially for hunter types. I think it's 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 something that hunter types can really appreciate because it has there there's a quite a, there's a deal of complexity to it, but it's very engaging and it pulls in a lot of different. And I think the hunter type brain is really. Uh, From what I've seen is can really embrace it and understand it and take it in. So highly recommend checking out uh, permaculture and Toby Hemingway's book. Excellent. Um, Okay, so let's just to wrap up here. I want to just go through a couple more. I don't want to make this too long. Uh, The title of the book came from uh, Michael Mead and uh, we've mentioned him before. It's uh, M-E-A-D-E. Michael Mead's one of the great elders of our planet. He's a great human being. He's done amazing work. He's doing a lot of the work that other people aren't do that. That he's he's picking up the pieces in people's lives that I think get lost along the way. Uh, so specifically, he has an organization called Mosaic Voices. Uh, it's mosaic Voices.org. He works with at-risk uh, teens and basically connects them with people who are elders who've been in communities and supporting, uh, uh, basically who've gone through their own journey of, and some of them have been through addiction and back, and they basically hold space for young adults that are basically at risk, that are kind of on the edges. Probably many of of them are hunter types. And give them the space to vent their anger, their frustration, their fears, and they try to do it within the context of music and poetry and self-expression and what seems to happen to these kids as they go through this is as they they're seen and witnessed and heard for their pain and just seen for who they are uh... they instantly kind of just become transformed into these beings that want to serve and support other people and uh... michael mead's work is it's so hard to even categorize what he does because he seems to have taking the wisdom traditions from many different, so he studies the mythologies from many different cultures, their indigenous traditions, and he synthesizes them in a way that comes through as, um, he does workshops and he, he he shares poetry and he creates this, it's hard to describe it, creates a context that doesn't really exist anywhere else. I've never seen anyone do what he does. Um, so, Long and short, he's written a number of books. There's a number of his talks and lectures on YouTube. Um, it's non-denominational. People from all faiths or no faiths can listen and and get very nursed by him. He's one of the people that started the what's the what's called the men's movement, men's group movement, which happened like in the like seventies and eighties and nineties. it's kind of ebbed and waned as time has gone on but um really supporting specifically men in finding um like the pain and the grief and the challenges that that come from being a male in the society um in a way that actually makes men more compassionate kind and better partners and in I, i can't say enough so his counterpart Michael Mead, I would say, is Clarissa Pancola Estes. So for the women out there, she's a powerhouse. She's written a lot of books, and she she, in many ways is the counterpart to Michael Mead. She covers a lot of uh, the female traditions. She wrote a book called um, Women That Run With the Wolves. Excellent, excellent resource. Um, just to get to understand that kind of world of mythology and just seeing yourself in a maybe slightly larger context. These are people to definitely check out. Along with, I would say Robert Bly, who pre who was actually came before them. He wrote a book called Iron John. He's a poet laureate. He's another just great elder. Definitely, and you know, definitely check out some of his talks if you can find them. So I would say Michael Mead, um, check out mosaic voices.org. And also if you check the, the notes for the podcast, you'll see there's a couple of YouTube videos that I'll, I'll connect you to.
0: Yeah. I mean, what a beautiful, I mean, you mentioned Michael Mead as a, you called him an elder and I, and I love, I love the description of that. And I just want to point out, this is just purely hearing what you said from an observational standpoint, which is the, the venting the space for venting which which Michael yeah. provides in these this is so critical to it's critical to everyone as a human being but let me just focus a little bit as 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 a, for, from a hunter type's perspective with no expertise in mind but rather just having gone through it a lot of what i mean you talk about in your book the ups and downs of being a hunter type especially the the, the frustration and, and, and what I call the peaks in the graph uh, when, we, when we get frustrated with life or whatever it is, especially when we're kind of all over the place, the untransformed hunter type. A lot of the key to your healing, a lot of the key to your transformation you'll see is once you start getting things going, again, with the diet and exercise and all that we've talked about because this affects your mood is that even when you're in the groove, you have to release. You have to release. And sometimes exercise is just not enough. It helps because if you didn't, you'd really be in a bad place. But releasing some of this stuff is what kind of gets – I don't know. I can't answer what happens with the brain chemistry of of chicken or the egg, which is you're kind of all over the place, unfocused. So that's why you get – uh, frustrated and maybe have these peaks in the graph. Uh, you know which comes first. I don't know. All I do know is when everything's kind of humming, and everything's kind of grooving. Um, part of that is that release. I've mentioned to you that yeah. I, I, to me this is where life coach comes in. You've mentioned it before, and it's and if it's not an official life coach, uh, if it's not someone you're officially paying for, having that person who's there with you through this process. Maybe you don't have a Michael Mead in your life, but having that person that's checking yeah. in on you. That release right. is key to the path to me, Absolutely. just from where that's, I come from. That's
1: it. That is such a good point. It, it's being seen and heard without judgment. That's seen. Yes. That is and that's so, the part I
0: always forget. That's the whole key. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's the without judgment part. Because there are fam and I've, I've spoken about my culture before in my culture. People hear you, but man, oh, man. (laughs) Yes, there's an oversensitivity. I feel like it's a big fat Greek wedding in the Persian culture, too. It's like they hear you, but when they come back at you, you're like, oh, no. Who did I just open up to? Let me brace. I'm going to brace for the judgment. Here it comes. And sometimes it's almost passive aggressive. It's like, oh, I hear you. Gee, I wonder if you're in this situation because you never listen to me. I mean, it's like it comes across in like this (laughs) passive aggressive, uh, maybe more aggressive. Judge, But when you have someone out of all seriousness that is like, okay, so yeah. that sounds like a challenge. What yes. can we do about it and come up with a plan? Well said. Moving that's, on.
1: You know, and that's a perfect segue into Marshall Rosenberg. So we yes. mentioned uh, – there's a whole – so the chapter of Navigating Emotions – the podcast, if you go back and look at it, it's on still online on Navigating Emotions. It's all based on the work of Nonviolent Communication by Dr. Rose, uh, Marshall Rosenberg, uh, which the entire process is about nonjudgment and com- compassionate listening to other people as well as yourself. So there's a whole podcast on it. We don't need to go for it here. Just go listen to it. It is outstanding work. There's nonviolent communication groups in just about every city, no matter – it is non-denominational. Everything that I've tried to put in here has – anyone can interface with this information. Um, it's outstanding work. It, it takes practice, and um, the nonviolent communication groups, uh, it's basically they, – they, it's like a study group, and then you practice the, the process. Um, the, they themselves can be a source of support and listening that you may be craving right now. So I would say go to n- cnvc.org and you can – it shows all the, the, the different groups and where they are. Um, some are like a small donation to, to jump in. Some are free uh definitely check it out uh the book there's basically a book called um, nonviolent communication i think compassionate listening or compassionate dialogue and don't know no, the exact name of the book it's changed since uh i've gotten the first book uh, definitely check that out check out that podcast um and just to cover a couple more and then we'll wrap up here um sonia choquette's your heart's desire that's a book uh, by sonia choquette excellent excellent resource if you are uh, looking to do even more in-depth life visioning um processes there's uh i use her arenas of of uh, and i use this a lot in my coaching too Of she kind of splits up your life into like 10 or 11 different areas um that's an excellent book sonia chiquette great and your heart's desire is a really good workbook for life visioning highly recommended um I would, uh, the the other one I would recommend is The Artist's Way by um, Julia Cameron. Great book. I actually thought about like the size of the book of Drummer in the Great Mountain was based on The Artist's Way. Um, It's such a great workbook, uh, creativity workbook. Um, It's well known. Many of you have already heard of it. Definitely uh, worth checking out. Um, Prosperity Consciousness by Frederick Lehrman is the best uh, money support, uh, audio book I've ever heard is there's so much. I've blatantly mentioned a lot of that in the uh, life visioning chapter. I referenced it quite a bit. So please check that out. Especially if you're challenged with money right now, that is an excellent series. Um, just type in prosperity consciousness. You got it. Um, to, and then I think on the spirituality end, uh, for meditation, I mentioned Shinzen Young. Um, I will post again the links if you go to the, the spirituality podcast, uh, a couple podcasts back. You'll be able to check him out, and there's a couple links to him uh, that I'll post on this podcast. Uh, and also this week I've been listening to a lot of Thich Nhat Hanh, who's uh, another outstanding meditation teacher, a beautiful human being. Um, and has, I just can't say enough about Thich Han. He's one of our great elders, um, really worth, you know, if you just need to relax and get perspective on your life, <laughs> just bring in Thich Han, watch a YouTube video and within five minutes you will chill out. You'll get perspective on what's going on. It, it, it's, he's, he's, medicine. So definitely. that's so
0: important for the hunter type because we yeah. tend to spin. We tend to spin and spin and spin. And um, especially when we're in our unfocused mode, we're kind of spinning. We're that hamster in the wheel just kind of running. And whatever it is for you, I mean, Michael's giving you so many ways he was inspired and what goes into the energy that goes into this book. Um, Thich Nhat Hanh is great. Uh, That is one way I I, I definitely center uh, myself. And um, I, I have to say in wrapping up, That, to me, is just listening to you kind of do this audio bibliography. Look, there are a lot of resources on this topic, right? We are never said we're the only one, we're the best one. Never said that. But those of us drawn to this, drawn to the drummer in the Great Mountain and what is transpiring from it, the community that's building around this, the podcast, the webinars coming up, all these things coming up, part of the reason I believe, again, this is an unbiased view, it truly is, is – that it is not just a technical book and i think that's what we are all thankful for you to you for michael is that you look at your resources a lot of this comes from a very middle of the ground spiritual practical look at all the different people you just mentioned today only one of them is is in the technical realm which is thomas hartman and the hunter farm farmer theory but the rest comes from all these beautiful different vantage points and that's what's led to the diversity of the book and i think that's why for those of us vibrating on this frequency, that's why it works for us. So thank you for being just open to, as you approach this, uh, being so open to the different ways of bringing this topic across.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate that. And you know what? I mean, this is part, each and every one of us has to, we're given what we're supposed to share. Like we, we yes. whether whatever your talent is, whatever it is you're here to do, when you do it, it's, it's what you need to do. It's not about actually helping the other person. It's like, I need to do this for me. I need ah. to do this, to one, to remind myself of all of this and to keep myself on track. But it's also – it's part of my life. And I think as people get – especially as you get older, I've noticed that when older – and I'm you know in my early 40s. But I've watched people, they get into their 50s, 60s, and 70s when they don't have that outlet to share – and to give back, it's part of the mechanism inside of us. And it's it, when we don't, it, we just get depressed or we get locked into like, oh, I should have done this and all these regrets of that. I should have done this. And, and really it's just about giving back. It's like if you're depressed and you're not feeling fulfilled, just figure a way that you can take what you have and give back in whatever way that feels like you're, you're, you're making a difference in the world. It's the best antidepressant there is. And it's really what we should all be search. If we make that the priority, I find everything else seems to click into place. So I think that's Beautiful. maybe a good piece to, to, to end on.
0: Beautiful. As always, you find a way to, to button everything up. Do want to mention, we mentioned this before, we're a small press. We're a small family. This is a small project. We have thrived off of your reviews and your support. So we just ask you for more of it if you've been listening to this podcast and you haven't taken that couple minutes it takes to give us a review on itunes or any podcast review we're on or reading the book you haven't hopped on Goodreads. these are the things that'll keep this going for us to keep bringing you more and more of this podcast as it expands as we evolve we've got now interviews coming up where you'll hear us interviewing someone on a specific topic uh involving the topics of the book so we've got a lot coming we just need your help and and we thank you for those that have for those that haven't it takes really 2 to 3 minutes of your time after you're done listening to this podcast hop on one of these review sites give us a review share on social media those of you that have some of you have actually on your blog put in a post about this podcast we thank you for that engage yes. with us on facebook and and all of that Share with us different ideas of getting the word out. Get this info to different institutions, social workers, progressive psychologists, whatever way you think this will help. Because remember, as Michael just said, we are trying to be of service here, and that's the number one goal. Um, as I said, Michael's got a talk coming up at the Dove Library in Carlsbad, so there's interest out there. This is helping people, and really can't uh, can't can't say much more than that. But before I wrap up. Just want to thank you as always, Michael, especially for this today. This is very enlightening and uh, thank you for this journey so far. And, and I feel like we're heading into chapter two of the journey on the podcast. So looking forward to it.
1: Absolutely. Thank you again. You bring, I just, I'm always impressed with what you bring in and the perspective you bring in. It, it, it keeps me, if I had to just sit, in front of my computer and just talk extemporaneously. <laughs> this would not exist. Same this year. would not exist. This, I tried year. actually did last year I think I did one webinar and it just talking into the air oh, it's the hard some people no. can do it,
0: man. I especially can, not for hundred types. We thrive on no. each other's energy. So I appreciate oh. it. You know I yeah, feel the you, same, bro. brother. I feel the same. So Drummerandthegreatmountain.com, as always, is where you can find us. Facebook links, Twitter links, all the ways we're asking you to engage with us and help spread the word is there. Give us feedback. Keep bringing those stories. Remember, you can share with Michael a personal story on a private message through Twitter, through Facebook. We never, ever, ever reveal anyone personally. We just use the stories as as, as a spark for how maybe we should do the next podcast. Who should we interview? Wow, it looks like we're getting a lot of feedback on this one topic. It sounds like our community wants to hear about this. Don't be shy about sharing. We we never we have no reason to share any personal information. We never would. We just want to hear your stories. So continue with that. Continue inspiring us and we will continue to give back the same. So as always we say on the Drummer and the Great Mountain podcast, please take care of yourselves and your health be well.
1: Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is intended solely for the purpose of personal growth and not as a replacement for professional psychological support. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of this show are not meant to be taken as medical advice. It is very important to seek the help of a qualified medical practitioner when making any shifts to psychiatric medication you may be taking or if you're experiencing extreme psychological distress.